Hey, Holy Family, it is XX, your Chief Administrator, and it is Friday afternoon, January 8th. You know what that means? It's time to get back rocking and rolling with Positively Family, your favorite podcast and mine. Let's go! Kane is in the building. So at Positively Family, this podcast exists for two primary purposes. First, we exist to give you the weekly newsletter in the most delicious, tasty, and simple way to digest as possible so that you're engaged with the weekly goings-on here at Holy Family. And also, we exist in order to engage you with the school. We want to help you all get to know one another and get to know our faculty and staff so you know what's going on and it feels more and more like, that's right, a family. So that's why we're here. And I'm going to be joined shortly by Monica Robinson. And Monica, God bless her, she's going to chip in here because if I'm being really, really honest, what I did was I screwed up. I done screwed up. Uh, I had a great conversation with our elementary principal, Heather Williams, and then I lost it. So uh, Monica agreed to come and chat with me this afternoon, and we're going to chat about top 20. We're going to kind of unpack a bunch of the different pieces of that because it's just so darn great, and uh, we wanted to share a little bit more with you about what we're doing because the kids are getting it every day over the PA and the announcements. They're getting it every week in a lesson uh, with their with teachers, and it's becoming more and more a part of the culture and the fabric here, and that's awesome because culture, as they say, never graduates. It is here. Uh, culture never retires. Culture never graduates. So when we build up that awesome culture, like a top 20 culture, uh, that will sustain um, throughout everything. So uh, I will be joined shortly. But first, let me give you the buzz. All right, Holy Family, here comes your buzz. And principally speaking, I really just talk about how Things here are still really normal, and that's a good thing when there's so many things that are unfortunately not normal, and they're abnormal in a bad way in a lot of ways uh, right now in the world and in our country. But um, Holy Family Remains are very joyful and positive. Um, place to be. So thank you for sharing your children with us. Uh, there's even two more kids here. Uh, we had a, a homeschooler come back and we have a new student who's enrolled, both of them in kindergarten. So we're thrilled uh, to have Rebecca and Alice in kindergarten. And um, yeah, so we're growing. I think we have 27 prospective families right now, either for this year or next. And um, yeah, so onward and upward. We have to keep on focusing on our mission and doing what we do and doing it well. So uh, thank you for your support. Then in Holy Family News, uh, there is a new form in the uh, electronic backpack with the State of Iowa tuition tax credit um, form. So basically you can get $250 uh, as a max and that's for every $1,000 that you spend per child. So um, $250 per child max in tax credit. So make sure you get that because you're entitled to it. Uh, there's a script update again. January orders will be on January 11 and 25. Um, let's see. There's a water bottle reminder for Holy Family. We want to make sure that you know the fountains are turned off. Um, I think you know this already, but make sure the water bottles are sent in filled and those should be clear. And there's a Dollar Jeans Day coming up. It's going to be a fundraiser for the University of Iowa Dance Marathon. So we're always doing a different cause each month. Um, and so that's going to be on Friday, January 22nd. Um, of course, we have no school next Friday and the following Monday. Um, 
But then Friday the 22nd is a $1 dress uh, jeans day for uh, raising funds for the University of Iowa Dance Marathon. And then the gala, this has been in there before, um, but the, the gala is being shifted to uh, a letter writing campaign um, to raise money for the school. So we're just asking for donations just because we know so many of our businesses and families have been hit hard. Um, rather than what the, the gala usually entails, we're going to simply do a mailing. So there's some more information there. And there is a website um, as well that you can look at. It's crhfs gala at gmail.com um, I'm sorry that's the that's the email address sorry um, the website is uh, tinyurl.com slash holy family gala sorry about that um, and then we, we are gonna um, ask people to consider working with the high V fuel your school I won't read the whole letter but basically in the month of January when you shop at high V there are specific brands you can shop um, and use your uh, you know high V perks uh, card thingy at checkout and then for every qualifying purchase the customer is going to get an entry um, to the fuel your school drawing and there's a bunch of drawings for schools um, then in LaSalle news um, end of first semester and report cards is coming up so January 22nd is the last day of first semester um, we do not print out our report cards you probably know that already but you'll be able to view the report cards in PowerSchool on your parent account by January 29th and we'll send an email notification when report cards are ready to view make sure the kids are coming in cold weather clothing we do try to get the kids outside every day even if we have them do recess inside we still try to get them outside for just a minute so they get some fresh air because that is good for them uh, St. Jude Elementary News cold weather clothing same thing they go outside pretty much every day um, they need a hat gloves snow pants boots all that kind of stuff every day at school um, it's a good idea to dress kids in both schools in layers of course we need masks um, on kids um, sent to school and then uh, with our Xavier High School partner parishes and community news we do have our Grantwood AEA hearing testing coming up so um, because the Grantwood AEA hearing department isn't able to test all students normally tested due to the pandemic they're only testing pre-k uh, IEP kindergarten first grade and uh, students with known hearing loss in the elementary um, so there is a flyer in the electronic backpack with more information about that and then that is gonna be about it. Um, so hopefully that is the buzz you needed. I'm gonna have Monica Robinson join me shortly and we're gonna have a fun conversation about Top 20, so I hope you enjoy that. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Getting to like you, getting to hope so there's your buzz, friends, and now I am joined by Monica Robinson. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Friday. Woo! Um, kind of a kind of a ugh, Friday out there. It is, but it's still Friday. Yeah, but we were spoiled for like two months. It, but you know what? It's gonna warm up next week. It's not sunny and bright, but it's not freezing. <laughs> that is so funny because in the conversation with Heather, yes, the one that I deleted, mm -hmm. she talked about how it's gonna get even colder next week. <laughs> oh, Heather, no, no, it really is. It's supposed to be nice. I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. All right, guess we'll find. Well, it's kind of like the um, you know the uh, meteorologist. You know, they always predict oh, yeah. predict between two and twenty-seven inches of snow. Right. One of us will be wrong, but we're both going to still be here next week. <laughs> Darn right. Well, and that's what I wrote about um, as I just shared in uh, principally speaking is we're just moving onward and upward. There is so much 
bleh going on in the world, whether it's, you know, the weather's kind of blah, and then you had awful things happening in Washington, D.C., and then you've got um, all kinds of divisions happening and, you know, frustrations, and you've got this COVID thing, uh, and the economy is struggling. Somehow the stock market is still soaring. I don't get how that works, but I'm not an economist. I'm an administrator. <laughs> um, but no matter how crummy things might be on the news every night, um, we're rocking and rolling. We've got two new kids in kindergarten, and we've got 27 prospective families, and we got Religion Bee, and we got Fast Testing, and we got Girls Basketball. We're about to start Show Choir. Kids um, are whistling in the hallway. No kidding. I thought I was hearing <laughs> things. I mean, truly. So what, they're happy, what, to, what be was it, was happy it? to be here. Well, yeah, no. No, no Andy. That's my just, favorite whistle. Just uh, kind of like, am I hearing whistling? And I was. So Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Good place to be. So Monica and I thought, okay, Zexer botched the whole thing. And then what we were just talking about through the month of December, which you'll know if you talk to your kids about this or if you read the newsletter, uh, we're, our top 20 theme was how we approach mistakes and confusion. And we say confusion rocks. It's a critical part of learning. That just means your brain's doing work. So confusion is not a problem. Confusion rocks. And we celebrate mistakes. And so Monica kind of said to me, woohoo, you made a mistake. So then I just, you know, we made the leap and said, well, let's talk about top 20 then. Because um, we're doing that with their kids. I know you were just putting up um, some signs in the LaSalle Commons. I was. I, and I had a student that came. She was in aftercare and came to keep me company. And I said, well, hey, you can help me. She's been on the podcast. Hello, I Jasmine. She has, yes. Um, and I, I said, I'd like to put these two posters here and these two here. So I said, just hold that in place and I'll staple it. Well, I backed up and I had done it wrong. And I said, wait, I did that all wrong. And she said, but we celebrate mistakes, don't we? <laughs> That's yeah, perfect. Then, I know, but then what am I supposed to say? <laughs> yes, we do, but we're still taking those down because, but we'll learn from those mistakes. We can and, celebrate yeah. it and next yeah. time you won't do that mistake. Yeah. That's what's so great though about Top 20 is even if you don't think these students are listening and getting it, they are. Because it comes up during the day, oh, yeah. and you just kind of hear snippets. Yeah, there were there were a couple more. Um, a parent um, who has a, a kid at Xavier now, she said, um, how do you like it? Or which classes are your favorite? And she said, my favorite are such and such and such and such. And mom said, why? And she said, because I know those teachers communicate to me that I matter. Oh, wow. And obviously, okay, so parents, if you're not familiar, um, the first theme that we emphasize, what we do the first month of school is um, creating a culture of learning. And within that, we have four kind of promises or pillars or commitments. Um, and the first one is our number one job is we help each other succeed. So that's kind of throughout everything. Whether you're a teacher, um, you work maintenance, you're in the business office, you're an administrator, you're a student, you're a parent, we want this whole culture, everyone help each other succeed, becoming happy, healthier, holier. Um, and then number two is communicate, you matter. So we make eye contact, we turn our shoulders toward people when they talk. Um, all those different things that we do to communicate to people, they matter. So, the, the, so what the mom said to me was the fact that she used that language to convey to me which teacher she likes best says that she was learning that top 20 stuff. Now that was obviously a student who wasn't even here right now and really, you know, kind of pouring it on, so to speak, and, and trying to really embrace it and, and, and highlight it. But, um, and then what are the other two? Um, Honor the absent. Yep, and see the problem, own the problem. So those are kind of the four main pillars. And then um, what was the next thing that we did with the kids? Um, we talked about star qualities. I think that was at its own unit, I'm trying to remember. But that was really just helping kids to kind of recognize their own strengths because we really want kids to lean into their own strengths, not try to be somebody else, um, but recognize that they have their own God-given gifts 
um, and interests and to lean into those. And so I work with, um, I'm with eighth graders in my group. Who are you with again? I'm with sixth grade and we did an activity with two different sized stars. The bigger stars were qualities that you already had. Mm -hmm. The smaller ones were qualities that you wish you had and you could kind of work towards. Okay, yeah, you actually told me that, and so then Katie Duran and I stole from that and did something really similar yeah. with our eighth graders and talked about, you know, just look at these things as gifts because you might not even realize. I mean, here I am as an administrator. I'm 43 years old, and in in this professional setting, the if I get a compliment or someone says you're good at you know, part of your job, what they tell me is you're enthusiastic. Well, I've been told I'm enthusiastic since I was about six and yeah. I was climbing all over the place. Like, you know, people would like say to my mom, oh, Karen, Zachary sure is enthusiastic. But we learned how to turn that into a star quality. Yeah. And so I just said to the kids, the stuff about you, God can use all of it for good, you know, so. Well, we recently talked about your, when you want to be courageous and step out of the box, your comfort zone, things you're good at. So this was in mistakes, and right? And being courageous. Yes, mm -hmm. this, sorry, switch to that. That's um, right, that's great. And it was so funny because in the sixth grade, in this certain class, I explained to them that I feel very comfortable and I'm very good at dancing. <laughs> and so, and I was very. Did you start mom convincing. dancing right in front of them? I did. And <laughs> sweet little ones, I mean, some laughed right in my face, some really tried to conceal their, you know. Um, so now when I'm outside, when their names are being called at the end of the day, I'll say, you know, do you want me to dance for you? And I'm getting responses like, stop. <laughs> Please don't. I'm going to tell my mom. I mean, the whole thing. So, yeah, they really are. They're loving it, though. I mean, yeah, I love to learn. I know initially my group was really reluctant, to be honest. I mean, they're eighth graders, and to teach them this kind of stuff, it's hard at this age. It's much easier with the younger kids, and mm -hmm. then they just they get to us, and they already know it, and then we just build. Um, but now, when I come in and they know it's top 20 time, they're not doing the... Uh, no. They're dialed they're in. We're having really good group conversations. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, and you know, it... I mean, my older kids have no idea about Top 20, sure. and yet when they tell me about everyday life, my mm -hmm. oldest daughter just switched to a new job, congratulations, and mm -hmm. she said, this one is so different because they know I'm there, they like my work, you know, they talk about, and I'm like, yeah, they know that you matter, and she said, yes, that's exactly how they make me feel. I'm like, that's <laughs> what we've been trying to do. There's so much simple wisdom in it. Uh, I think we skipped one, and it's a huge one. Uh, we did the line, and we taught the kids how to be mindful of how they're feeling. It sounds like a really simple thing, um, and it kind of is, um, but, you know, listener at home right now or in the car or wherever you're listening to this, aren't there a handful of people in your life that you wish were more aware of how they are doing? And, like, you know, your spouse or your friend or your colleague, sometimes you just wish that they had a better sense of you know, if they're having a rough day or whatever. And so we talked to the kids about, okay, be mindful of where you are. It's called metacognition, thinking about your thinking, knowing how you're feeling with regard to the line. Am I feeling above the line today? Am I below the line today? And then all these different little, just little tools. So we have like a toolbox in our classroom and we made these little colored pictures and we laminated them and put them in the toolbox. And we just revisit once in a while and remind ourselves that we learn things about like invitations, like when you're invited to go below the line. And that you don't have to accept the invitation, just recognize it. Like, oh, traffic is really slow. I've been invited below the line. Mm -hmm. No thanks, I declined the invitation. Um, trampolines, like little things that get you above the line. Or the parking lot, when you... Just tons of tools for kids to deal with their own feelings. So it's really, really good stuff. And that's part of, you're going to hear us more and more talking about how we make our kids uh, relational and reflective 
And in our new mission statement, you're going to hear us talk about how our kids are um, like self-smart and people-smart and how they have social and emotional intelligence. And that's, that's what we're building up here. So that's um, part of what makes Top 20 so fantastic. Well, and I think the kids are figuring out that they can be successful in their everyday work, their relationships, but their homework, getting through a boring class, enjoying mm-hmm. lunchtime, just by kind of taking some... I mean, recognizing where they are, how they're feeling. The other one we talked or haven't talked about is the frame. So that's this month in January. We're teaching them to reframe right. paradigm shifts. Um, yeah, so like with a boring class, I've actually done this with kids before. Um, I had a kid who was telling me how much he hated physics when I taught high school. Um, and, I, and I told him, I said, you can go ahead. If you're not gonna, And this was halfway through the year. I was like, if you feel like you're not going to learn any physics, but you have to go there every single day. Take off your book cover. That was back when we had books. <laughs> yeah. Made out of brown paper bags, remember? Um, and I said, you know, make a new bag or make a new book cover and write patience on the cover of it. And so, uh, and that's a top 20 concept. It's like, okay, if I'm not feeling like I'm going to, you know, get what I'm supposed to out of this, what can I get out of it? Um, what's in it for me? And so he actually did that. He took a Sharpie and he wrote patience on the cover of his book. His teacher didn't dig it until I explained it. Uh, and then um, my son, who's now in ninth grade, when he was in fourth grade, he and his classmates hated learning grammar and so they actually called the class diligence and he still hated it (laughs) but he'd come home and say well i have math homework and i have diligence homework um but just a little shift in in thinking can be really powerful well and we've heard i've heard every year that i've been a teacher you know when when am i ever going to use this in real life Mm -hmm. well diligence patience are you yeah top 20 is all real life that's all it is yeah yeah Good There's stuff. a great story called the Goat Lady. That that was my nickname in high school. It was no. Um, <laughs> um, where and the kids are going to hear about it when we talk about the frame. And it's about this woman who owns goats, and her house is kind of smelly and dirty. And so you can look at it one way that there's an old lady who lives in a house with goats and is smelly and dirty. When it truly, when you reframe it, she is giving away the goat milk to people uh, who need milk and you know it's all about caring and nice. respect and yeah so there's something to be said for reframing so many things in top 20 and if you haven't really looked into top 20 go back to some of our um, newsletters or our videos we have or a great top 20 guy. training.com oh yes top 20 training a uh, great guy named Kevin who's Woo-hoo. our buddy and he he does a short snippet at the beginning of the month to tell you what we're doing so. so I always put those in the newsletter um so I don't have one yet for this week um but next week I'll have his little video they're about 15 seconds long and he explains what it is and then he also makes one for the kids that we that we share with them uh there's <clears throat> tweaked a little bit they're a little more kid friendly so to speak um but yeah so the frame the basic idea is it's yeah you're reframing something but on uh, each corner of the frame the way we show it to the kids, the upper left-hand corner <coughs> says the word see, and then the upper right-hand corner, it says feel, and then the bottom right says do, and the bottom left says get. And basically, it's a cycle of the way you see something impacts how you feel about it, which in turn impacts what you do, which obviously impacts the results, what you get. And then that reinforces what you see. So if you can change how you see a thing, um, that impacts how you feel, what you do, and what you get, and, and then just spirals upward. Speaking of spirals, um, the couple other concepts that, we, um, that we're doing coming up that are so great for kids are, um, uh, with, are, are related to conflict and uh, negativity. And really, really simply, I, I'll try to put it simply, my two favorite things that we get here, one is 
they're both like the same shape. Um, one happens out loud and one happens in your head. Um, what they call tornadoes, classic, like in a teacher's lounge at school or probably any like office workspace where all the teacher or you know all the employees are there on break um, and have a chance to complain together. Um, and we don't do this, I promise you. Um, I, I even I've I've told our kids we will not talk poorly about you in the teachers' lounge. It just doesn't happen. We we will not do that. Um, and we're very conscientious of of our words with uh, you know how we talk about people when they're not around. That's honor the absent. Um, but a tornado is you know if if I'm sitting with. Um, Monica and Nancy Franey and Father Mark and I say oh man this place is just the worst and then Monica says oh yeah it's the worst because and then um, Nancy picks up on it and then Father Mark picks up on it and then I keep going and it goes faster and faster and more and more and more and it just becomes this tornado of negativity um, and so we try to stop tornadoes when we spot them coming we try to be um, tornado noticers so to speak and then thought circles are kind of the same thing. And okay, listener, you have done this before. I've done it like a million times. It's it's like a tornado, but it's in your own head. Okay. So imagine um, you see a, a neighbor, right? You're you're out there shoveling the snow, and you see your neighbor across the street, and you're like, "Hey, neighbor!" And the neighbor doesn't respond. And then in your head, you go, "Huh? Neighbor didn't say anything back to me. You know what? I brought the neighbor cookies for Christmas. I didn't get a thank you card. Actually, you know what?" The last couple times that I've seen the neighbor, I think they rolled their eyes, and then you just kind of keep getting more and more negative in your head, and you feed this narrative of negativity in your head. That's called a thought circle, and we just make stuff up. I tell you what, we see this in middle school <laughs> all the time, um, and so, um, and, and when you when you say back to kids sometimes what what they you know are thinking about, it's like, wait a minute, you made that whole thing up in your head, didn't you? And they're like, oh yeah, I guess I did. Um, so sometimes that actually happens. Um, and so we try to notice that happening as well and not feed that that negative thought process. So that's going to be two different months, one on conflict and one on negativity. That's another thing that I think when we're talking about real life, that just happened to me yesterday. I'm pretty good because I like to do it. I talk to my mom every day. Sometimes awesome. um, at lunchtime, sometimes after school, sometimes during the day. Um, but I always talk to her. Well, yesterday I didn't. I was just busy. I just had a lot going on. I See, Mom, not everybody home. calls their mom every day. Proceed. Well, <laughs> anyway. I'm terrible. So um, my mom called me then about 8 o'clock at night. Well, because I hadn't talked to her for one day, she had the thought circles. I mean, oh, she started sure. off, whatever. So by the time she called me, she was convinced I was in the hospital. Oh, my gosh. And all these horrible things had happened. And I'm like, no, just a busy, fun day was out. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, thought circles are really easy to do. And that's another thing. If we can get kids to recognize it and be able to stop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a good skill. So. And then uh, at the end of the year, we'll talk about um, knowing how we are smart. Historically, schools, um, well, they're boring. Um, historically, we're trying to work against that um, with the engagement theme. But typically, schools are kind of ho hum, and they kind of have a, a pattern of teaching who is smart, right? Which kids are smart? Um, but we really want to approach uh, education more as how kids are smart. All kids have intelligence, and there's lots of different kinds of intelligence. Um, and some of those things don't necessarily show up on, you know, on fast testing scores. Right. Um, some of them show up on a basketball court, or in a conversation, or um, on a um, art palette. Or, I was going to say a sketch pad. I know who yeah. you're thinking about. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, we have some gifted kids. Um, so there's no such thing as dumb, and so we put that in a box, um, and then we try to help kids understand how they are smart. So long story short, too late for that, top 20 is phenomenal. It's great for kids. It's great for your kid. It's great for families. 
I am not a paid employee, nor is Monica, um, but we're pretty fired up Wait, about we're it. we're not? We're not. <laughs> not paid <laughs> by Top 20. I know. I was kidding. <laughs> kidding. Um, so uh, it's just really, really great stuff that we're, it gives us life and energy and um, really just pushes forward the mission of Holy Family with our kids. So um, helping kids, you know, become who God made them to be. So we're, we're really thrilled to get to, to do it with the kids. and wanted to share a little bit about it with you. So we're not doing any games today. Um, just wanted to give you the buzz and a little chat about something that we thought you'd like. Trying to celebrate a mistake. And then Heather Williams, we're going to have to record the podcast hopefully Love next you, week. Love you, Heather. <laughs> um, hopefully we can record next week uh, since I totally botched this one up. But is there anything else you'd like to say to our wonderful community um, listening to us on the pod? Well, I do want to say because at Christmas time, you know, I was out in the world doing a little bit of shopping. And the first question everybody says is, what's really going on? At Holy Family. How are things in Holy Family? Who, who, is this your family? Who's saying this No, to no. Like, Cashier well, at the grocery store? I, I ran into somebody who worked at, she was a LaSalle employee, gosh, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago. Okay. Hadn't seen in forever. Okay. Um, so tell me, you know, what's the scoop? What's going on <laughs> in Holy Family? So it's just exciting to know. Spill the tea, know, as they say. Spill the tea. Um, it's just exciting to be able to tell them. This morning I was at Mass and... Talked to a prisoner who I hadn't seen in a while, and she said, kind of a sad look, how's it really going over there? You know, I'm like, how do I look? I don't know. What's going on? By the way, I'm going to say this on the radio. You look like you've been spending hours at the gym every day. So if you can't see Monica on the podcast, but she is. I'm not deleting that. Um, You are doing all that should be doing. Anyway, um, I'm so proud to be able to say, no, we are killing it there. I mean, we're doing really – and I – Give the teachers all the credit. They are working really hard. They really are. And um, most of the time with a big smile on their faces. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is, it's been kind of a stressful year and that it's different for us. But really, between the kids and the parents and the teachers, everybody seems to have embraced it. And, yeah. you know, our no busing at the beginning of the year, we're like, what are we going to do? And we were just talking because we didn't get to be outside today. Oh, the parking lot's my favorite thing it every day. It is a really, really nice time to connect with parents Love and it. chat with the kids before they jump in the cars. And um, so, yeah, things are great here. So I'm proud to be able to say that. I'm happy your kids are here. We have so many kids back that were So virtual. many kids back. Yes, so classrooms are filled up again, although still socially distanced. We've actually even had um, three of our homeschoolers, you know, that were actually homeschooling, have enrolled um, this school year. So I think we might actually have more now than we did in the fall. I'd have to check that. Yeah. 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 The buildings are more full of kids. It really, it's a good place to be. So I'm excited. That's why they call you the ambassador of Joy, Monica Robinson. Well, you know what? I have not always been joyous, (laughs) as some of you will know. But uh, it's not hard here. It really isn't. I'm not just saying that. I um, I don't know. I'm just excited about 2021. 2020 fun, as Angela Pasker says. Oh, that girl. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. But um, just so many great things to look forward to. And you kind of said quickly at the beginning, but... We have fast testing coming up, our yeah. religion bee, Catholic Schools Week. Next week, I'm going to sit down with uh, Scott Davidson and uh, Tony Lefevre and Allie Wagner, mm-hmm. uh, the teacher from Noah's Allie Turnquist. And we're going to kind of iron out the details for show choir. And um, I got a message today from a St. Joe parent who was um, wondering about that. So, yeah, I think we're going to have to um, get that those details out in the next mm, two weeks about show choir and then hopefully musical as well we'll see pivoting everything nothing's going to look right. like it did but we're going to offer everything we can the best we can well you know we had boys basketball and now we're right in the middle of girls basketball yep. and 
what's nice is they have the time to learn drills mm-hmm. and practice and have fun. There's a lot of laughing going on, a lot of coaching going on. A lot. But our seasons yeah. are usually so short, and you only have a small window of time to practice, and then you're thrust into games. Well, without games, they just get to practice and learn and have fun. So, yeah, I mean, it is... It's happening right here at Holy Family. It really is. I can't get enough of it. (laughs) That being said, it is Friday, and we're going to go home here pretty soon. But um, let's say we've had enough, and uh, we'll we'll move on. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But truly, I'm not just saying it because I'm on the podcast. I would tell anybody it's it's a great place to be. And if you haven't been here in a while, come and visit and see what we're all about. Because there's you're going to want to know people here. I'm telling you. Thanks, Monica. I appreciate you jumping in, especially last minute here. And Heather, we're going to get you back on here. I apologize, but I will still, I will celebrate my mistake, even though I, I'm sorry that I, I goofed up here. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. God bless you. Thank you, Zach.